Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday, May 22nd, and we are here at our God 5 Higher Learning Meetup. Hey, hey, hey. And what's our topic for this evening, or topics? Well, we have moved on to the heart chakra, and we're going to incorporate some talk about our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Background noise. <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of review a little bit for those that have didn't hear the other ones let's let me go back are we familiar with chakras well so we started um at the root chakra which is at the base um you know it's responsible for grounding and just making you feel like you're stable and like you're on course um when you kind of feel like you're not, things aren't attainable or you just don't feel grounded, that's how you kind of know it's your root chakra. Then it's the sacral, which is what I'm working on. Um, and that's like your pleasure center. That's your passion point. That's your, um, I mean, it's deeper than all those things. I'm just kind of giving like the overview. Your third chakra is your um, solar plexus that deals with self-esteem, confidence. Um, all of those kind of things. So, um, the fourth one would be your heart. Um, and what we kind of do is just give little point- pointers of how to know when your chakra is open, how to know if it's closed, how to activate it. Um, what's that proper word? It's not just open and closed. It's like activate and under active and okay. those kind of things. Um... Mm-hmm. How many chakras are there? Seven. There's seven main. There are hundreds of chakras yeah. for your body. There's seven. There's main. that's what acupuncture is based on. The needles and stuff. That chakras are basically pinpoints yeah, where sure energy um, kind of builds up in your body. But there are seven major ones that go straight through the center. So those are the ones that we focus on because those are the bigger ones that kind of rule over our lives. There's always seven. The holy number. Okay. So yeah. Um, so the heart chakra is um, associated with compassion, um, affection, Aww. love, all those girly shit. That old girly shit. So I need help with my heart chakra. She does. If you guys Uh-oh. didn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Little rough around there. And I guess I'm how do you know that? What Man, makes you say that? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I know because I have a wall. I have a blockage that, and I do it purposely, um, because I don't want people getting close to me because I don't like my feelings hurt. I have a problem with that, and that's just it. Like, and and it stems from I know you know there's always a deeper root or whatever, and it stems from the my mother. Everybody that knows me knows exactly how I feel about my mother. And it's not that I can't have a love for her because she is my mom. So I have a level of respect and a level of love. But my first thought off top is like, fuck that bitch. And it's not abuse. She didn't beat me and shit like that. It was more a mental type of abuse from and from her and then from um, being in love. Um, and my ex-husband, again, it wasn't no... 
abuse. I didn't have a problem with him cheating and things, but I'm a more of a mental person. So when you come get at me mentally, that's what hurts my feelings. You know what I'm saying? And I just be like, you know what? From experiencing those two, those two are the ones in the world that hurt me the most. So I was like, I don't want to feel that shit anymore. So I put up a block, and I know I have, and I just, there's only a very few select group of people that can penetrate my heart. And I got a problem, and I know that's a problem, and it kind of stunts me from blessings, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of gets in the way of me living life because of how tough I try to be about it because I just don't like that shit. So, in applying that to the chakra, like the heart chakra, like, so would that mean that her heart chakra is, like, turned off, or is it stressed it's right under-active. there? Is it, it's under-active. The term is, is called underactive. Yeah. That's going on? Yeah. <coughs> so, the term is called <coughs> underactive. Usually, when we experience blockages in our chakras, there it throws off a of balance in your chemistry. In your energy, in your frequencies, when you're dealing with certain things, and so, not to cut you off, but uh-huh. just keep in mind that, like, when we're talking about chakras, we're talking about energy forces. We're yeah. talking about the things that you emit. You know what I mean? And what you're drawing to you. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> when those kind of things are off, you're going to start drawing all of the things that you don't probably want. The things that, you know, probably. A repeated cycle of things that you don't want and I would think it's I'm, I'm gonna say it's fair to say that a lot of people who and this you know I don't know statistics on this but a lot of people who have issues with the heart chakra it probably stems from childhood it right. stems from if you had a good childhood you know when you fell in love or you know what I'm saying relationships could be friendships but you know tarnish things that you maybe didn't um Take the time to acknowledge, um, take the conscious effort to heal properly, and all of those things. So it kind of, it'll have an effect on what you vibrate towards you, on what what's attracted to you, you know, how you're able to sustain relationships, and all of those things. I'm going to go get my charger real quick, but you can go into... Poses or something that help to you said your screenshot. She was trying to tell me what to do. Yeah. See. Um, so yeah, those you know, all of those type of things. So I'll read a couple of little screenshots that I put. What is it? Yoga poses for to open up the chakra. Um and I wanna read a couple of little things that Screenshot it just so trying kind of to broaden. open up chakras and activate your chakras and all those kind of things. That's when like meditation comes into play. That's when um, accountability comes into play. That's when you have to take a moment and actually say, you know, this is something I need to work on. Yeah. So it's not enough to say I need to work on it and then don't do anything. You know, you're going to continue in that cycle. So. The thought is to, you know, find things that'll help you. And, you know, it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. Mm -hmm. Especially with this one, I think, because this one tends to... 
stem from things that are super yeah, well, that hurt that you. Very deep rooted. Because it did. Like, I'm read the shock. The heart chakra mm-hmm. is associated okay. with compassion. Um, affection and love. The energy of the heart chakra starts in the center and expands through the chest. Motivated by love, your fourth chakra is responsible for moving love throughout your life. Um, when you can tell that it's blocked, um, the heart chakra can look like any other blocked chakra. Often manifests as a wall of, as a wall to love. Meaning, when you're offered love, you reject it or hold it away from your energy field because you don't trust taking it in or think you will have to repay the love somehow. Um... So, when you're doing, when you, when you recognize these things, and like she said, you got to take accountability for it. Because I recognize it. You know, I know that there's a problem. Yeah, I have a little blockage as well. And I can, and I can seem to work on it for every other realm except for when it comes to I cannot. I can't even bring myself to have a regular conversation with her. Like, she can talk on the phone, I'll put her on speaker, and but she can talk all she wants to. But I just be sitting there like, just get the fuck off the phone. And I only do that part because, of, like I said, I have a certain level. You know what I'm saying? That was instilled in me of respect to where, okay, yeah. I've ignored five of her calls. <laughs> Take this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, but yeah. that shit is hard. That shit is hard for me. So... There are certain things that you can do, just like in anything else when it comes to prayer and meditation. You know how when we pray, we hold our hands up because we're open to receiving. You know what I'm saying? Or they say you lay prostrate forth, which you just spread out your whole body just to open yourself up to what it is that you're trying to accomplish or whatever. So there are some poses and things that go along with that in yoga and meditation. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to necessarily demonstrate, but I do have the pictures of them. Um, and then there's a mantra. Do we all know what a mantra is? Yeah? Okay, yeah. So the mantras are certain phrases or sounds that you make that resonate in the spiritual realm that will connect you to certain frequencies. And it causes particular vibrations within your body, mm-hmm. and those vibrations you know, activate whatever. Yeah, that's what, that's what causes you to connect to the frequency. So this one is YAM, Y-A-M. And when you do it, you have like, um, you kind of, <laughs> mantras are always in your throat like real <laughs> It feels a little silly at first when you first start doing it, but when you understand or when you experience it, I should say. Because I was, <laughs> one of the first ones, obviously, was, I think, some of, one of everybody. It was that numb your whole ring and kill. And I felt so stupid. But when you sit there, you go, numb your whole ring and kill. I mean, they got that voice. It's like, well, right. You know. And you but, literally feel the vibration. Yeah, you, you literally feel yeah. Like, you literally feel. Yeah. You literally feel it. Especially yeah. when you really just kind of free your mind and just sit there I've in the moment. I always wonder what is And they go, yum. Right. And you hold it all the way out, so mm-hmm. and you do it over and over again. It puts you on a frequency. Right. Um, there was something else I read earlier that was telling about, and this connects to the ancestors. So when you're doing that, usually when I meditate, I like to speak to my ancestors. And when you're doing that, ancestors vibrate on a higher frequency in the spirit realm. So like. There's two different frequencies that you can go to, high and low. 
the sweetness when you're sitting there and you're talking and you're like, thank you, you know, praying kind of quietly. That's cool and that's beautiful and they hear that. But then when we have that frequency, when we're praising mm-hmm. and we're jumping and we got the music mm-hmm. on, they can, that resonates with mm-hmm. them more. So the deeper the frequency, the you know, the yeah. deeper the, mm, that right. takes you further into the realm or whatever. Um, you want to demonstrate some poses? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hey, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. um, yeah, it's, a, it's about paying a certain reverence to it and taking the time to, like, this is the moment you don't rush. You know, like we're constantly either thinking about the next thing or thinking about tomorrow or thinking about whatever. And we're like rushing through life. So when you I'll pass the paces around. (laughs) When you take the moment to actually be in the moment. Pay pay reverence. Pay, you know, like I just said the respect. Um, but that's the whole idea, like stilling your mind, you know, just allowing it to be free. And a lot of times when we take that moment to just stop. The things that we were stressing over, the things that we were trying to figure out an answer to, it'll come to you. You know, like, and you have to just start to hone in on it. But um, that's pretty much it. Mm, that's pretty much what it is with the sharp heart chakra. Do okay. So you acknowledge that you think you have an issue too. Would you want to share the origin that you think it comes from, or are you gonna keep that? Moment? Well, I mean, I feel like I already had trust issues with the man, <coughs> and so then, like, when my boyfriend came along from rekindling the old flame, and then when he passed away, it was kind of like, okay, like, just I'm back to like my wall being up because it was already up, but. Just, mm-hmm. It just, you know, so it's kind of now just like, okay. What do you think it stems from? Back to from, these full of shit ass niggas, you know? It stems from a relationship? Like the original Probably part, so. portion of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was dealing with a guy who I know and knew loved me, still loves me, but at the time he was living with a girl that was actually his girlfriend at the time, but like, it was just like, on some stu- I was kind of young and dumb at the time, like just, you know, just, I don't know. Like, I knew the circumstances, but I was like, well, I don't care. He's always with me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that was just like. And know. that's something to, I think when it comes to relationships and the things that we've been through when it comes to the different relationships that we've gotten into, it's about just forgiving ourselves. Like, we don't have to. And I'm not gonna say we, I'm gonna say myself, because I know one of my hardest issues is when a relationship doesn't work out, I beat myself up. I'm like, ah, yeah. I knew it, or ah, I did that, I should have never gave up, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. And it's like, you know what, actually, it's done now. 
nothing else I can do about it. All I can do is learn from it and notice those same red flags and decide to make a stance to not deal with it. Yeah. You know, like the the dating scene. Let me tell you something. Everybody mind sharing their uh, relationship statuses. Are you single? Are you in a relationship? It's complicated. <laughs> Don't worry, no names have been dropped. At all. At all. You notice me to say not nay and not. <laughs> no one knows who's here. But seriously, like you know. And the, the thing is with myself, I know that mine stems from relationships. Like I'm very hardcore when it comes to, I've been called dismissive, let's put it that way. And I'm just kind of like, nope, mm -mm, you remind me of so-and-so, nope. You know what I mean? And then I'll turn around and be like, but you know, you're not so-and-so, so I should have given you a chance. And then, you know, in the end I'm like, see, like no, you know. But part of me beats myself up for not, you know what I mean, just standing firm to those red flags in the beginning. And that's something I'm working on now. You know, it's just kind of like I'm not dating. I'm really not interested in dating, and I haven't been dating for a few years. You know, and that's just because I'm working on myself. Because I feel like I'm not going to attract who I really want. We all have these ideas of what we want and who we want our perfect mate to be. But then when we're presented with things that are to the contrary of it, we seem to just kind of like say, oh, okay, but I can work with that. I'll, I'll work with you. Or I'll, you know, I see the potential. Or, you know. You're such a great... But we know, we know, we just have to, we have to stand firm, you know, like, we can't feel bad because we have standards. We can't feel like, oh, because I expect someone that I am, that's trying to court me, because he should be trying to court us. Like, we shouldn't be dealing with this, we shouldn't be dealing with this extra just Action. these men just kill me how they just expect you to be intimate with them <laughs> right off top. It's like, yeah. nigga, I might not even like you. Like, calm down. <laughs> and it's just so annoying. Like, can I first get to know you a little bit about you? You know, a little something like, dang. Do we think that these things can also be like, let's say, let's say we don't have any issues with love. Let's say we haven't been through a relationship that kind of hurt our feelings yet. But there's still this something going on. That you grew up in a nice good family. Could it be ancestral? What would you use? Ancestral trauma. Mm -hmm. Like something that may have been like a generational curse to have this, just this stone of heart, mm -hmm. this heart of stone built up. I think it's definitely you know situations what I'm saying? like that. I think it's definitely situations like that that occur as well. It's just, you know, and I think it's the same principles apply is recognizing it and figuring out how you're going to be the one to break, break that chain. Because so, for me, I think, like, 
So I don't have a problem with loving. I think I have like a bleeding heart. You know what I mean? Where oh, I don't my get my heart broken in love. I get disappointed. You know what I mean? Like and like trying to explore it. You say like the ancestral thing. You know what I mean? It's like okay, the way I grew up, like I grew up in like a woman-driven family. You know where the women are the the, the strong ones, the, the the ones that keep the family going. You know, and like with my mom and dad type of relationship, my mom she's like the aggressor. You know, he's just like okay, you know. But I also grew up with him becoming very frustrated with her from just going overboard. You know, like okay. I get it, and it's like, no, I'm not gonna stop. And the way I interpreted it was like disrespect, you know, like how could you disrespect this man? Or, and then almost even to my dad, like, why you let her just go in after you like that without doing anything? But you know, I'm young, not really knowing the dynamics of relationships, you know? But I kind of grew up like, I'm never gonna do that to a man. So now it's like when I like, so I'm attracted to like the I, I was attracted to the aggressive man, but then it's like I kind of like wasn't ready for all of that, you know, and that got really bad, you know, and it's like okay, you know, so now and I always also it's like I want to help people, but in my relationships it's like I end up feeling sorry for a person. And now I want to help you. And now, and, and, and I'm just totally disappointed in the situation because I never get what I need. I never get what I want. Can I read you know what I mean? So in terms of chakras, I'm like, what if you don't have a problem loving? Like, like you don't have a problem giving Overactive, your love, but you have a problem giving your love away. So the term is they have underactive and overactive, which again can still mean it's an imbalance. So it's a problem. It's the term that she's about to read to you, I think. Mm-hmm. Care, not care. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's this thing called being an empath. You know, and being an empath, are you familiar mm-hmm. with being, being an empath? Mm-hmm. So, it's like basically <coughs> a person who just takes in everybody's woes. You know, like their energy, like, like you, you feel are shit. on, you know. And I'm an empath. And that was something I didn't know until, you know, maybe a few years ago that it was actually a thing. And so what happens is you take on the task and you take on the task harder than the person that you take it on the task for. Mm-hmm. And then when it's not reciprocated, like the, the hunger for it and the drive for it is not reciprocated, it's like, well, what's the deal when in reality they didn't care in the first place like that you know you have to you can help with the disappointment comes so I did myself I do like you know I'm trying to get back into habit of doing reads on myself in the morning right so this morning I pulled the card that says um you're the boss right so it basically is like you know trust your vibe no, 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 I'm sorry. That's not that one. What is that? Oh, here it goes. Um, stay in your skin was the card. So it says, don't carry others' energies. Keep focused on maintaining your peace. 
it harms not only yourself, but it interrupts that person's growth. Mm. And the quote was, it's nice to care, but don't carry. And I was like, I like that. Yes. What? It's nice to care, <laughs> but don't care. Right? Right? I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I Girl, Tina, good hell, will you put that lighter back in this bag? You need a lighter? Yeah. It's green. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and that hit me deep. I was like, you know what? It is today. <laughs> like, I cannot continue to do it. You know what I mean? And the, the truth is, you know, I do these readings by myself to get me aligned with my ancestors and what the message is and what they are trying to, you know what I'm saying, get across to me. And it's constantly on point <laughs> with whatever is going on in the situation. And it's one of those things where when you enter into the realm of just the knowledge, once you know, you can't unknow. So you're held accountable for the things that you know and you still choose to go against the grain. And so when I got that, I was just like, you That's know That's where that fear of the fake Jesus Christ in the Christian world comes in when you don't hold yourself accountable. <laughs> there are things you know. Sidebar. <laughs> I'm like, am I on the right track here? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. For there my is, Christian listeners. There is a, um, it's a proverb, <laughs> and it's saying, um, I, I forget the direct the correct like terminology or whatever the real words that they use in the Proverbs it is, it is a um, verse in Proverbs where they're saying once you come to light there's no going back or it's like once you come out of ignorance then you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. basically once you know you know you're held accountable for what you know mm-hmm. if you're ignorant to something that's why they say ignorance is bliss yeah. yeah if you're ignorant to something if you do not know ignorance just means don't know it doesn't mean stupid or dumb or you know, any of those learning disabilities. It just means that you just don't know. If you just don't know, you can't hold something against somebody for what they do not know. But once they know, once you come into knowledge and you still make the choice, that's the whole point of life is our choices. We as humans have this life to have the choice. That's the whole point. So once you get that choice and you still decide to do you know what I'm saying? The wrong thing. Now you're held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Now karma, now judgment, now right. sin, now whatever mm-hmm. it is that you believe in all comes into play for the negative. Right. But if you go his way, now blessings, now, you know, uh, abundance and all of that good stuff, heaven and all of that shit comes walking in. walking out the store with something. <laughs> right. Right. Versus, versus didn't know. Stealing. Versus stealing. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to read that to you because I felt like, you know, that was something that, I don't know, it was just very deep for me. I was like, you know what? It's nice to care, but don't carry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to get that on shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on my screen. Hashtag, um, right. care, don't carry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. Got it, Slaw. <laughs> No, 
Yeah, so it's just like, it, it gets to that point where, you know, you like you say, you end up having all these dreams and aspirations for a person, you know, but they don't have that for themselves, you know? And it's very disappointing because you feel like you see it there. But my problem is, they be like, fake ready. <laughs> it's because they be fake ready. They act like, but they don't really be yes, ready. Yes, but why am I attracted to that? Like, why is, like, you know, I call it, like, a whole project. You know, you got to right. gotta build. Build you a marriage. I mean? like, yeah. Like, why is that what I go for? And I know I'm an emotional person. No, I do that too, though. I Thinking about the empath thing, taking on, and, you know, like, they give their life story. You like, oh, wow. And right. Me, my brain just... And all that I know, and I'm like pulling on everything, like wow, you know, like I can help. You. And what sign are you? A Leo. Okay, that's a that that's not a fire sign. It's a fire sign. Okay. And so yes, so you know, I start off like very helpful, mm-hmm. and then it gets to the point where I see that you're not really. You're not really serious. Mm-hmm. Now you feel and taken now advantage of. I attack you verbally, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like all these things, and because you I'm, I'm frustrated and disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to set your boundaries for yourself. You have to set your boundaries for yourself, and your boundaries start at what your expectations and your standards are for your ideal mate. And if that person does not fit. Within and nobody's perfect, so I'm not saying like, oh, he needs to. If you got 50 things on your list, because the truth is, people talk about you know, women who got long lists of what they want, but in reality, that's what it needs to be because it needs to be specific. I mean, down to how you like the sex, you know what I mean? And you, out of that list, decide what's really deal breakers, what's really, um, you just non negotiable for you, and if they and if that's what it is then that's just what it is. Like, my non-negotiables are, if when I meet you, you are not literally working. No. And so is that a good thing? Because I feel like my heart is moving to a point where it's like now, it's just like, I'm not trying. I'm not trying at all anymore. You know, I'm just shut down. Like, if you're not going to, you know, move it forward, like even meeting new people, it's just like, you know, if you're not going to pursue me, if you're not going to, like, you know, that's show me, then I'm not even going to put any effort yeah, towards that. But that's okay. No, but that's okay. I feel like the man is supposed to pursue. Now that's okay. So it's like, now I'm not about to chase okay, so you. here's where it's going to get what it is. That's okay because this is where you set your standards. You're like, you know what, because I've recognized this in myself, I'm not going to put myself to trust me to go after anybody anymore. Let the man that is going to come, that is supposed to be for me, come for me. When he comes for you, now you have the opportunity to say, okay, this man is now here for me. What am I going to accept? What do I expect from this man? This is now when you present him with what you got going on. Because he has pursued you. So now you know that he's interested. How interested are you? Are you willing to be? I'm sorry. In this pursuit, you should be evaluating all those things in the first place. Yeah. That's what I'm, even with the initial, that's what I'm saying. With the initial contact, you now see that he's interested in you. This is the moment where you lay all of that down and you try, now you deciphering how am I going to maneuver through this thing? Because I know my heart. 
So he came at me with all this shit that he has laid on the table. Where am I going to stop with eating all this shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. And this has to be the level at which we... But if you bring the shit to the table that is already where your cup is running over before the shit even starts... Cut it off right there. That's it. Don't cause yourself no and, you're not, and you should not feel bad about it. Yeah, you don't. Because in the end... Not at all. I have to be the one to suffer. You go take the loss or he go take the loss. I have to live with this. I'm not going to do anything that's going to put up a block. Because at the end, somebody go take a loss. And it ain't going to be me. Or we can win this motherfucker together. But don't bring nothing else into your life that's going to cause you to have to stress, worry, be stagnant, and all this extra. Life, move forward. I'm not staying here. I'm not going back. <laughs> I remember us having a conversation one time and you were like, you think one of our biggest advantages is that we have had the opportunity to be single. We have not, you know, we didn't get stuck in the cycle of high school sweetheart type mm-hmm. deal and just dealing with whatever. And I mean, I think about that to this day. Like, yeah, you're right. Because in the ability to be single and be single because you want to be single. I'm sure all of us could be in some kind of relationship, but do we want to be in some kind of relationship right. is the question. Like, is it... Oh, I'm careful as hell because at yeah. 38, I ain't got time to replan these yeah, games. Yeah, no, honey, not right. And I'm that that she said. I did through the high school sweetheart, got married, okay. had kids, and all that yeah. extra shit. Yeah, and you saw the lights also. <laughs> and then it's like the older you get, it's like I feel like when you're younger, you are willing to go through more. You know, it's like you don't know anything. You, know, you don't know. Yeah, ignorant. like you're willing to grind it out. Like you go on them, you know, road trips with your girlfriends, where you just like winging it. You know what I mean? You don't know where you're gonna lay your head, mm-hmm. but you're gonna figure it out. <laughs> you know, when you're young, you kind of you know willing to. Elder, you like look. The older you get, and you are single, growing yeah. older. Which means you are becoming more and more self-sufficient because there is nobody to yeah. take care of you. You're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly. you don't got used to being by yeah. yourself. Like mm-hmm. meaning like your household, you don't got used to running it's kinda your fucked way. Up too. You know, like so now to for to invite another person in, you really don't have time for the bullshit. Yeah. You don't have the patience yeah, right. either. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stuff that you were probably willing to do <laughs> in your twenties. You know, you're just not willing because to deal you with you that. better, you should do better. <laughs> and, you know, you one of the things that me. I think about with myself, I'm like, okay, you know, the situations in which I've been in love with somebody and I've had to end it, I can honestly say that I've had to end it for different reasons. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get caught in that cycle of getting the same, same type of guy, per se. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just, they all had... The, different things on my exile list. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And I think that that's the key. And, and as I decide to make a decision to open myself up to receive, you know, moving forward, yeah. that's one of the things that I, you know, I think about. Like, you know what? Stand firm in that. Because you have not... Like, 
Like, how do you mend that that heart chakra? Um, and that's intense as well because I really don't know. I, I would assume you have to seek. This is where the ancestors come in. Not that it brings all back around. So you have to seek the answers. I don't want to move, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I want to move the opposite of what you chose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't think so. I think you do the same moves, but you, uh, in your meditation, in these movements, when we're praying, we're asking for certain things, and we want to receive these certain mm-hmm. things. So when you're doing these movements, you're asking for balance. You're asking for clarity. You're asking to uh, to level these things out. Discernment. Let me know when I'm supposed to be open and when I'm supposed to have a little bit less uh, activity going with this these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about communication um, in what you're doing and when you're calling out and when you're seeking help from your ancestors or your spiritual guides or whoever it is, you have to just be specific in your intent. The whole thing, again, is intent. The intent of your heart is what it is. So if I know that I am, you're doing the little pose where you're doing like this and you're like, take this heart and take out these things that are too much and give me what I need to be just enough. You know what I'm saying? Saying little different affirmations and things like that is what I would think would be. Right, right. I think that would, um, and that again works for opening and closing or Mm -hmm. balancing it out. I think that's one thing I struggle with a little bit is um, remembering for real, bro. It's really just about the intent. Like everything is intent. It's not. It's not. Whatever you put out, whatever your intentions in your heart. If if I do a spell, if I do a hex, the energy that I put into that spell or that hex is what's going to spew out there, whatever the intentions are that I have for that, for these words that come out of my, out of my mouth, if I say something and I intend to hurt your feelings, I'm going to hurt your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you always have to put intention yeah, behind true. whatever it is that you do. That's the most important thing is the energy that you pour into it. What we believe is everything is energy. Everything's a frequency. Everything's a vibration, and it moves through the universe on those frequency mm-hmm. and vibrations and are able to travel through these different dimensions or these different time zones and hit these realms that we can't touch physically. Mm-hmm. It can only get there by the energy that we put out. Karma mm-hmm. is just energy coming back to you that you put out into the world. Everything is intent of the heart. Mm-hmm. The golden rule do don't love yourself, you know, do unto others as you want them to do. Love thy neighbor. You know, these are intentions of the heart. <laughs> these are things that can only come from your heart. Because mm-hmm. my head is like, fuck that neighbor. <laughs> you know? yeah. But if I see that neighbor die on the street, you I'm doing? like, damn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything is intent of the heart. And when it comes to love, I think, well, the, well, I think, but the ideology is that everyone has a toy play. Right, and in order to receive your twin flame, you have to vibrate yourself on a certain frequency for you guys to be able to meet. And I think I read something. I read something. I don't remember which um, particular pantheon it comes from, but the twin flame. Because I'm not really familiar with the twin flame. I know what it is. But I haven't really like done the due diligence and research about it. 
But I read something before about humans, and they say that when we, when we were created, it was we were created as a dual part, and we had like these four arms and shit. And at some point in time, it was punishment that we were separated. And so that's why we're always going through life trying to find our other half, that soulmate, that twin flame, that one that completes us. And it was talking about what she was saying about vibrating. I don't know a whole lot about the twin flame thing either, but you know what I do know of it is that's the idea. And um, people confuse wanting, they want a twin flame and they're settling for soulmates. Mm -hmm. Like, a person can have multiple soulmates. Mm -hmm. You can be, because so, a soulmate is somebody that you just connect to on a different kind of level. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that's your twin flame. But because people don't know that, they've taken this idea of my perfect, my other half that I'm looking for, which is really the twin flame. And it's been commercialized, mm -hmm. so to say, as your a soulmate. Marriage, yeah. Your the soulmate. one that you're in love with. Right. That's why there's And the truth is, you can have multiple soulmates. That's why <laughs> when not, you that's not it. are in love with somebody and you're in a relationship, you can be in love with somebody and that's just like, you feel like that's that's it. Like, you, nobody else. Until shit starts going to the left, then it's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not it, but you still feel this connection. That's because you've made this board. Now you... And, this is a whole conversation <laughs> because it gets very, it's very, it's a lot of different levels to it because you can have, you can be connected to somebody by the core and that not be your soulmate, but then they could be your soulmate. You know what I mean? So everybody that when you have any kind of relationship, you have these cords that connect you. Like these are these invisible cords. And it's kind of like, yo, that's why I knew you was, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something about you, you know what right. I mean? Like, and you become good friends. Yeah. You know, sometimes you kick, hit it off with people that you, you know, mm -hmm. met and then you just never yeah. stop being friends because you've now developed this core. And you can do that with multiple people. Those are soul ties. Those are soul ties. Might be your souls may be kindred spirits of a different, of a different Right. Or in a different dimension. But we misinterpret those things as because we had a good time and I thought you was my soulmate. Like, it has to stay that way and that's not true. Like, you can still be my soulmate. I have, you know, an ex I'm really convinced, a couple, that y'all are really my soulmate. You know what I'm saying? I still have a certain kind of like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, I got a certain kind of love for you that nobody will be able to replace. It's just gonna be different. But I also know that uh, we're better friends. So I'm looking for a twin flame. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and I think that's also part of growing and healing your heart is being able to decipher and be adults about when it's just not good for a relationship. Just because I like you and we, you know, we have a good time, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm convinced, nobody can convince me that we supposed to argue. 24-7 in our relationship. Like, nobody <laughs> would ever convince me of that. I don't give a fuck what kind of love we talking about. That is not, that's not my idea of love. You know, and maybe for some people it is. But the truth is, it should really just kind of flow. Like, it should just, you know, kind of be effortless. You know, you feel like, oh damn, you complete my sentence. Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah. Right. You know, like, we, do this, we do this all the time, guys. Like, right. That's our thing. Yes. <laughs> he knows me. Right. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you want it to be like. So, you know, just, we can't settle for less. Like, we know what we want. And we just gotta, we gotta go for it. And not feel like, oh, because I want, or I, I feel like the person that is meant for me is going to be, is going to have this, 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 that, and t- together when we meet. I shouldn't feel bad about that because at the end of the day, they have a certain idea of what they want. They have a certain idea of who they would want to marry mm-hmm. and, you know, put a ring on. <laughs> I done got all of them off except this damn thumb, y'all. <laughs> I am trying. This shit hurts. But um, yeah. But because you know, this is the feminism part, I guess. <laughs> like because society has made women believe, like you know, you're a gold digger if you, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Expect this, or if this is your standard. You know, I'm not saying you got. You know, when you meet me today, you gotta go buy me a car tomorrow. But what I'm saying is, is that if you know my car is broke down. <laughs> and you love me and you want to see me okay like that's that's my love language and that's another you guys know about love languages you know what your love languages are i know about love language but i don't know if i know yet i don't know a whole bunch about it but i, don't. <laughs> I know a little bit i don't know <laughs> but the idea is that you know i don't know how many there are but i know that my love my number one love language is acts of service and acts of service are things that I know maybe you don't necessarily want to do it in this moment, but you're doing it because I'm asking you to do it. And you know what I'm saying? And it's a test that y'all can take. Like, it's called the five saying, five. Five love I love there you <laughs> without saying I love okay. you. Yeah. How can I help? Are you okay? Yes. You hungry today? Let's go here. I got something for you, babe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And as a corner, I'll take no care your own today. Love you language. Relax. You should know your mate's love language as well. You know, I'm not saying he needs to bow down to you, but the thing is, is that if you want me to bow down to you, motherfucker, you cannot queen, bitch. What? That's right. it. Like, if you that want to it. be treated like a king, then what is a queen standard? Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't like, treat me like a peasant, and you want me to treat you like a king. Right. That's, that's not. I'm not a villain. No, that's not boy. That's not. That's not gonna work at all. Then I start getting. See. <laughs> But like, <laughs> that's when I start calling Angela, you bitch ass little oh, thing. Okay. You know, I get real aggressive. <laughs> I gotta work on that. I am. <laughs> but but no, I feel it though. I told you I got that little person complex. So I'd be like, nigga, you know, fuck you. I asked one of my friends, I said, you know, we were just having some issues, you know? And I said, you know, I said, do you know your love language? <laughs> <laughs> do you know he screenshotted me his love language in like two seconds? I'm glad you know your love language. <laughs> but this is where shit got fucked up. He never asked me what my love language was. No, mm-hmm. see? You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, see, you're not even trying to work this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that was a segue into us communicating. Right. And yes, I could have yeah. done one of two things. I could have acknowledged it and said, oh, see, you didn't even ask what my love language was. Or I just said, duly noted. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, those are personalities to <coughs> me, I'm not about to be, I'm not, I'm not. Trying to change you out. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm just Extreme. noting it and I'll put you in your category. Boom. And that will be that. But you, you get my point. Like, it's important to know it 
as a unit. Because if my love language is acts of service, but your love language is quality time, you know, it's like, I'm getting upset because you're not doing this and that and the other, not realizing you're upset because maybe I'm not giving you the time you want or your, your love language is touch. I'm not affectionate how you like, you know what I mean? And those are all things that we can really we can work on if you want right. to work on a relationship. Effective communication. Effective communication. I don't know about that. But anyway. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to kind of like veer off into the ancestry. I saw a meme the other day, and I think it was three generations. I think it was the great grandparents, the grandparents, and then the, the um, daughter. And it was talking about generational curses or generational things going on. So I thought that was cute when, you know, wanting to tie it into love and talking about the ancestors and the things of the heart where you can see a pattern going on in your line. You know what I'm saying? Of being able to love, being able to overcome, being able to communicate and talk through things to be able to last. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that just is resonating to my Um... Do we, are we familiar with, when we say dealing with your ancestors, are we familiar like what we're talking about when we like reference that? I have a sidebar. It just made me think, I don't know why, when you just said that right now, it just made me think of something that kind of gets me depressed because how like my biological mom has passed. My father, I told you already his story about him. He, my biological father's still living, but I'd just be like, dang, if I do ever decide to have kids, like they'll never know their biological grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like it all, it'd have to come from his side if his parents are like living. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, dang, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you know, in my journey, one of the things that I found comforting is the fact of knowing and understanding that they still are watching over. Yeah. You know, even though they may not know her personally, right. you know, it's, they can still know her. Yeah. You know, you just have to keep the memory alive. Right. Yeah, since they tell them stories, show them pictures. Mm. And even, I don't know, well, you don't get it, but it's a sensitive subject because people believe in different things for the kids, but even let your kids know to call on her. Right. Say her name when you mm-hmm. pray. You know what I'm saying? Like, call out to her, mm-hmm. ask her to come to you. Maybe in your dreams or something, don't have your ghost come visit the baby's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like, don't scare the shit out of But happen <laughs> <laughs> to come in their dreams and things like yeah. that. And that will keep them alive and open. I mean, alive. That will keep them aware and open to her spirit. Because yeah. we can't do nothing about, you know, her not being here. I have the, my, my biological dad, his side of the family. I didn't grow up with my biological grandma. And my grandfather died before I was like two years old. Mm. But I had a step-grandma that stepped in. So my kids know her, but they mm. know nothing about my yeah, dad and his okay. people and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's unfortunate, but 
still even mm-hmm. me. I didn't know my real grandma, but with her, I know her name, yeah. so I know that she knows who I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's still a connection that can be made. It'll be in the spiritual realm, but yeah. just keep her memory alive. Yeah, through doing that and let them know that they can call her on her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my my dad has passed away, and my sister has passed away, and. They passed away about five years apart. One passed away on New Year's Eve, the other passed away on New Year's Day. So, for me, like, I just, like, I really, I really enjoy when I learn about, you know, dealing with your ancestors and things like that. I found a real comfort in, in, um, in that, you know what I mean? Because, as I was going through the journey, like I really started seeing how they were with me. Like I really started, they really started showing, showing their ass. Okay, like yeah. real, real. Mm-hmm. I remember our daddy all the time, all the time. <laughs> 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 like it's not even like if I and I'm gonna. So start he really actually, comes and visits you. And John C you, be like, "Are you there?" Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one particular story. I was getting ready to go to a ceremony, right? And before the ceremony, they're like, you know, get through it, you ain't got to recall your ancestors or blah, 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 right? Mm. And so I'm not really on what to expect. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm drifting off to sleep, okay? TV is on. And I'm like, all right, y'all, all right. You know, I have my little, my bowl with a setup, and I was sleeping right by, and I'm like, all right, y'all. What all is right. that? I'm like, you're who's Like an altar, an altar. Okay. It's an altar for the ancestors. Um, yeah. And so... I'm like, who is about to get me through this? Who's about to get me through this tomorrow? You know, and I'm drifting off. And so my friend was laying like right on the other side. And so as I'm drifting off, I hear John Williams, right? From the TV on the show that was playing. So I set up and I'm like, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Now mind you, it's Family Guy playing, okay? (laughs) So So I'm like, all right, fine. So I set up just watching the show. I'm like, wait a minute. I couldn't rewind it. Like, yeah. So maybe a few more moments into the show, what it was, it was the John Williams Orchestra. It was like a, a concert or something that they went to. And it was the freaking John Williams Orchestra. And I'm like, what the? And so I said, I, I should. <laughs> and I went to sleep. And he got me through it the next day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there was no hesitation in my brain at that point. Like, if they really start to show the hell out like that. Like, he, her daddy shows us. <sighs> and I can, if I can call him out in his numbers and his uh, his signs that he put up. Her sister, her sister Dang. doesn't show up as often, but when mm-hmm. the butterflies hit, Mm-hmm. Okay. She shows up in my dream a lot. <laughs> she shows up in my dream. Mm-hmm. And the first time... Mm-hmm. Now, my sister was very... She was cool as hell. But, like, you didn't know that. Just by looking at her, she was just very stale face. Mm-hmm. Like, we call rest of bitch face now. <laughs> she was very much so that. <laughs> so... 
In the dream though, I mean, she had like the biggest smile. And I was like, I said, hey, hey. And she was just smiling at me. <laughs> and so when I woke up from the dream, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I'll show you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I received it. I'm not, you know, I've always, I told you, I've always been like a dreamer. It's just my dreams are changing, what's the word? Like, I don't know. Help oh, me. like, oh shit. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> changing form, I guess. You know no. what I mean? Like, it's changing, like, how the messages are delivered to me. So, you know, I just thought it was cool, you know, because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's immediate sometimes. Like, you know, they just come through, like, yo, we here. And we're good. And you good. Because you, you know, we here. So, yeah. And that's just one of the things that I find comfort in. Because it just, you never know when it's coming, but whenever. You know, sometimes you might smell a scent. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you may just see a penny. I was you know, say you would, you would um, encounter things that they liked or that you know that they loved or, mm -hmm. you know, something that flashes by that reminds you of them. Mm -hmm. um, animals come mm -hmm. and will sit and stare at you and just follow you around. Yes. <laughs> and those, they, they, they can inhabit the body of the animal. They can come in and out. So the animal would be as, I guess, like a, a guard for your, just letting you know like, hey, I see you, I'm here, say hi. All right, then bye, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, so yeah. And like my- You just have to pay attention though. Yeah. When you know these things, you have to pay attention to these things. And it'll keep happening. If you notice something happening three times or more, pay attention yeah. and be like, okay, what the fuck is the message? Mm -hmm. Because and it's, it's not, not always ancestors, it could be your spirit. Guys. I was going to say, it it's be, not always that. But you can, you'll but start to get a message. That's, and it could be a warning or it can be a message. Like a warning, like, look, I'm trying to tell you, don't go that way because something's going on. Or it can be just a simple hello or an acknowledgement or to let you know a comforting. You know what I'm saying? But you have to pay attention to the same. When you say that don't go that way, babe. <clears throat> One of the first things I learned was about being patient mm -hmm. and understanding that when you're you know, when you're driving and you're getting all the red lights, you like, I don't need to get where I need to go. The truth is what's happening is I'm you're trying to slow you down. Boom you're being pushed out of the way of something. And then the thing is, we go on about life never knowing what that something is. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, Understand it in that moment, and yeah. it'll relax you. The more you fight against it, the worse mm -hmm. that situation's gonna become. You're gonna be so fucking frustrated trying to get to work, mm -hmm. and you go walk into work all frazzled. When, like, you know if I'm that like, third light that caught you, you could've just been like, you know what? Because mm -hmm. something is going out to where I'm not supposed to. When you walk into work, you'll find out that everything was cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people wouldn't even pay attention to what time you got there. Yeah. So, but if we story. keep in that fucking, in that rage, when you walk in, now everything, you walking in off that, and it's like, well, you know what I'm right. saying? Now you're creating a situation. Yeah. I always like to tell a story when we were going to visit our friend in um, Arizona. Okay. And <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, it was the middle of the damn night. Okay? I was driving to Arizona. It was a car full of kids. <laughs> I was driving. And oh my God. 
GPS, for whatever reason, decided to detour us on the side of the mountain. Okay, for a good hour. Dark ass Arizona. Y'all don't even understand. For a good hour. Mind you, there's literally hills going just like this. Oh, oh the kids had a great time. Because we, mind you, by the time we got back on the freeway, we were coming to the tail end of what was happening. Mm -hmm. So had we stayed on the freeway, obviously we would have gotten there faster. We probably would have been in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what would have happened. But in my mind, as soon as I saw that, I said, you know what? It's cool. Because Because obviously this is what we missed. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but in the moment. (laughs) Girl. Should I embarrass them? Girl, this happened the fucking time of their life. Oh, like, I'm driving this van. Oh, my. I don't even know what's going on. And we're on a mountain. So, you veer to the left, nigga, you off the cliff. So, in my mind, the van is not like this. The van is not a truck. So, I'm like, we about to tent. Something's happening. I don't know. The van is unstable. You know, fuck enterprise. But seriously, yeah. but it was one of those moments, like, and I always think about that whenever situations come about yeah. because it's like, you know what? Just chill. Right, just chill because you could have been right in the middle of that. You know? Um, you know, in all honesty, I mean, this is motherfucking life. Shit happens. And yeah, if you you rushing to get to that and then you get there, what's the point? Like, you was going to get there regardless. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do to me or say to me? That is gonna make so much of a difference in this world, right? Because I was late ten minutes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. And it. if you do have something to say, <sighs> fuck yourself. I'm you sorry. know what I'm saying? I got. <laughs> like, I'm not like, I, 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 nothing else that I can do that was going. So to now I'm fired. Like, now I'm just gonna drive interviews. Okay. <laughs> no, not necessarily. No, I'm just saying it's, it's, like, it's a difference it's, between it being a habit and it being something yeah, that just. Right. Yeah, right. you know, if we're not talking about no. Then that's different. Saying yeah, what? You know, yeah, that's your first day late to work, or you know what I'm saying? You've been working there five months now. You stressed out because you know. Yeah, yeah. Like every roadblock, right? You did your part. You left work on time. I mean, you left home on time. Get there when I get there. Nothing else. 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 You know, it's not saying that you're not supposed to be, you know, reliable and you're not supposed to be. It's no, just that's, saying, that's a different situation. Yeah, it's just saying that sometimes <laughs> shit Like, don't happens. be an asshole, okay? And the thing is, when shit happens, we don't you, we don't take it as that. We don't take it as, oh, shit happens. We're, we really internalize that. And it becomes like a big old ordeal. And it lasts a lot longer than it probably needs to when we can just be like, you know what? 
but it's just not one of the names that I'm comfortable with calling. But I call out, you know, I call out cousins, I call out uncles, you know, the ones I'm really closest with. And then for everyone else that maybe I don't know the name for, I just say, you know, bubble. Egun is the word, Yoruban word for ancestors. So, and honestly, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it right. It could be it's Egun, it's Egun, right? Um, so I'll say, you know, Bobo Egun. So that's like all my ancestors. Um, or I'll say Bobo Orisha. That's all the Orishas, you know, not just the seven that we really deal with. So, you know, like I said, you have to explain what Orisha is. And just briefly, Orishas are just basically African deities or African gods that, um, spiritual gods, the heads of who, who kind of rules life. Kind of like God and Jesus and Mary and the saints and all of those big stories come from the Orishas. They're the, seven Af- the top seven African deities. And there's hundreds of them. There's hundreds of them. There's but there's the chakras. top, like I said, there's always seven because that's seven the only number um, that always aligns everything. And there's seven that really deal with the main focuses of life. You know what I'm saying? So, like the creators, the ones that deal with life, the ones that deal with heart, the ones that deal with nurturing, the ones that deal with building things and judgment and stuff like that. So, that's who the Odishas are. And I start with, I start with what I start with because, like she was saying, you know, there's different levels or there's different ways that we kind of do things or whatever. And when I learned about the Odishas and when I learned who they were and what they were, I kind of used them in the past that they are given. So that's why I do Alegua first, because he's a road opener. Um, and then I do the ancestors. My ancestors are always the first that I go. When I ask him to open those roads, ancestors are first beyond anybody. Because again, there are blood ties. They're who knows me. That's who is directly guiding me. That's who's directly um, protecting me. And then I go to who I know to be my head Orisha when that was revealed to me. Because again, he is a major one that kind of dwells in me. Um, and then I go to my guys and my spirits. Right there. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. we are aware because mm-hmm. it'll become an argument in the realm of life that you really don't know who Oh yeah. Your who has your head, exactly. who your head yeah. is, unless you are, you go through a ceremony, yeah. basically. Yeah. So when we say that we know who our head, like I haven't been through a ceremony for that. Like one secret ceremony or something of yeah. that's happening on. So um, when we say that we know like who our generation is, that's just because we have a very good idea mm-hmm. of yeah. who it is because it was told to us by a babalao or mm-hmm. you know our spiritualist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have not gone through a ceremony to really ordain that. And it's um, although that's there's why a I keep head, saying I need to get those Nicole are interchangeable. Here, she's done. Like, mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. That's why I keep saying I need to get Nicole here because mm-hmm. like can't yeah. Yeah. So that and then those are you know, like your right. are interchangeable. You can work with all of them. You should yeah, work. So you should work with and I'm a I believe so. But um so yeah, you should, you know, get to but again, these are entities that you have to develop relationships with. Mm-hmm. And you gotta get to know what they like and temperaments and 
how to come at them and how, you know, all of that good stuff. Just like getting to know a friend or a person. And, you know, there's other arguments within the realm that, you know, you can't really work with Orishas unless you've been through something like that. I personally don't believe that. I don't believe that either. Um, I feel like, again, that would be... There are certain levels that you can reach. Like, I can't make, I can't do a ceremony for somebody Mm -hmm. because I haven't, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been through a ceremony myself. Right. And that just don't make sense. But, yeah, I don't think that you can only work with one. That is, that don't make sense to me. But in all things, there are levels. In life, there are levels. We're the highest level of a mammal. You know what I'm saying? We, so you have to go through steps in order to reach these different frequencies to be able to work with these different spirits and guides and stuff like that. And that's just the natural order of things. Just like with what I was saying with the ancestors, they revealed themselves in the same type of manner. Like, I was told that I'm Yemega, basically. And she is the mother. She's the goddess of the oceans. Um, the level the That's what these that represent level. as well. These, right. these are called elikis. Mm-hmm. That's what these represent. So hers, if you were... Hers is weird. Oh, but... no. <laughs> oh. So um, here. <laughs> if you were to go through an actual... Um, <coughs> ceremony. Um, so they're, you know, they're like replicas of what you would get if you were to go through mm-hmm. a particular ceremony. But, um, you know, like, I was working with Yumi at first. And so, sorry guys, I have story for days. <laughs> but <laughs> this particular day, when I found out who my um, Orisha was, I went in prepared to my spiritual list because see, usually I go in and you know, I'm just like, oh, I'll remember the questions. I don't have like a pen and pad or nothing. So he goes through the, you know, the reading and then now I'm forgotten. So this time I'm like, no, I got questions. <laughs> I'm going in prepared, whatever, blah, blah. So I let him go through his reading and what ended up happening was every question that I had on the paper ended up being answered. So he ends up telling me without me having to ask him who the Orisha was. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking so. So I'm like, yeah, that's what I came here for today. Okay, okay, okay. So as soon as I leave there, now I don't know anything about Yemi at this point. I Googled a couple of things like on my way to the spot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at the spot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, waiting for them to, you know, finish. And I happen to look up at the TV and there's a video playing. And the music is not on. Like, I'm just seeing the images. And I'm seeing this lady in water, and she's in this blue and white, and she's doing all this, and yada yada. And I said, dang. I said, that's what, you know, you y'all would look like in my head if it was, you know. So I asked the guy, I said, hey, I'm like, well, you know, what song is this? He's like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's, um, I think this is a year, something like that. So I went and looked it up, Girl. literally. It was Yemiya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, when she was. Kai, Kai, Kai. I'm gonna say that for y'all. But um, I'm gonna say that's the badass song right there. Okay. <laughs> like I wanna see the video. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but it was talking about being, you know, the, all that. And I said, ain't that some shit? And I mean, uh, literally, that was my next stop after I left there. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. They'll reveal themselves, and like this 
So these are the colors of a box lot. So I'm like, okay. And then after that happened, it was just different um, synchronicities that were going on that was gearing me towards Obatala. And I was like, you know what? I guess I need to start learning more about him. So you know, that's just kind of how it happens. Like, you know, you just kind of get guided in what your path is. Yeah. You just gotta be open to it. You choose to. But yeah, I'm back with a complete month. No, with um, those type of things, do some research. Make sure that it is something that you are open and understand. understand. Because, again, these are deities that we deal with. They have personalities. They do certain things. And Legua is a trickster. You have to be very specific with the spirit realm. I sent something to me and my kids and my friend and her kids have a group chat, a family group chat. And we send, you know, messages back and forth to, through each other and, I mean, to each other through there. And I sent them this thing the other day where it said, um, do not speak negatively about yourself, even in a joking way, because the spirits don't understand the difference between what you're saying. All they hear is the words that you're saying. Words are spells. So when you speak in something, speak those things as not as though they were. Speak things into existence. When you're speaking something and they hear it in the realm, that's the energy that's put forth to it. So when they hear certain things, they'll take it. They'll give you what you ask for, but then it'll be tacked onto some bullshit. Like, I want a man. <laughs> so then a nigga, a homeless nigga on a bike will roll up to you like, baby, what's your name? You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you have to be, you have to understand what you're dealing with. Just like a Ouija board. Don't fuck with a Ouija board if you don't understand it, uh, spirits and demons. Because you won't bring in, you won't hmm. some portals to some so shit that you don't understand. If you can't handle that, it's going to run amok for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So understand what you're doing before you do it. For a beginner, do a lot of research. Don't call on anyone or anything until you understand it. With the exception, I think the exception of that is your ancestors. With, yeah. I'm talking about deities. I'm talking about yeah. the Orishas and stuff. If like you, that's that. why I think they say if you want to start, when you go start, to your start with your ancestors. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I, I believe that that's where that, you yeah. know, idea yeah. comes from. Yeah. Because, like I said, supposed to guide that's what I said. It, well, I didn't do it until that was introduced to me for who he was. And then I started to understand It's like following the proper protocol. Mm -hmm. Like chain of Everything proper chain of command. Everything is a level. So for to start, I wouldn't say call on anybody but your ancestors. Do your research and understand those deities before you like, I do. That's I, why the conscious thinkers say people want to run a god and God is not who's gonna save you because he's in you like you have to. You gotta understand. You know what them. I mean? You like, gotta know him. 
You gotta go to your your bloodline. You gotta go to what knows you, the the, the energy right. field that you're working on, to build up to those levels. They vibrate on different frequencies yeah. and work on themselves. Work yeah. on those things. Your your shadow self. Mm-hmm. Your shadow self is that part of you that is that you just you know. Right. Like, when you look in the mirror mm-hmm. and you can, if you can look in the mirror and stare at yourself for three minutes. You know what I'm saying? Try that exercise. Because when you start staring at yourself, there's anxiety that kicks in. You start feeling like, oh, shit. Because you can start to see into your soul. You're looking at, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at you. If you can stare at yourself, that's a start. That's where I started anyway. Because I had a problem with looking into my own eyes. Now it's like, I have to get over that. Because if I can't look at myself, how the fuck am I supposed to have the world? You know what I'm saying? I'm like... Ah, it's a shield because y'all can see me. But you got to be able to see yourself and align again with the chakras. All of this has to be aligned. Identify things that you want to improve about yourself. Identify things for me. It's I want to get over my fear of public speaking. I want to get over, you know, things that I can do to just, you know, make myself a better person. Like, me fixing those kind of things, that's not harming me or nobody else. That's mm-hmm. making myself a better person for the world. Mm-hmm. To accept it, not accept it. You're to, a good speaker. That's what people have told her all in life. They force you know, oh my and God. that's where my that's where my trauma comes from. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, but you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing is I am told that. And I as a as a child I was always in, yeah, she about to get up there and do that poem. You yeah, no, tell black, black people gonna do the poem for the right. reunion right. of 1992. <laughs> uh, you feel like my ankle's shaking. Okay. Yeah. Like, so y'all don't just know, throw me under the bus. <laughs> and the thing is, because what happens is I go, I don't know if it's fight or flight, but it's like I go into performance mode. So then when it happens, it's like, oh, but I'm like, y'all don't fuck it up. I just threw up in the back. <laughs> like, before I walked out yeah. here, you know what I mean? Like my voice is, you know, I'm feeling, I, I don't like it. Yeah. So when I got to an age where I said I can say no, I just started saying no and I didn't do shit. <laughs> like literally. And so, but now I'm like, you know, I really hindered myself in that process yeah. instead of just, Stepping out and saying, oh, well, you fuck up a word. Or, oh, well, if, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Yeah. I'm worried about things like that. I'm worried about, like, oh, That happened voice. to me my first brunch. And then my first time I got booked to speak in Vegas. Because I didn't realize that it wasn't a panel. I had to get walk on the stage by myself and speak in front of, like, a hundred and something people. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, the whole time it sounded like I was crying. And I was just like... <laughs> I was just like, this is so whack. So then when I finally went back to Vegas and did my next brunch, I was like, you know what? I got this. I was like, I'll be damned. Right. Right. And you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know what? Practice makes perfect, I guess. Yeah. You know, you just gotta get out of it. Now I'm like, fuck that. Let me just be me. Like, look, this is what's going on. And people, I think they like that more when you're not trying to just be this awe. And you know, and you know, you just try to be Genuine and mm-hmm. just organic yeah. and like you know, like people, yeah. yeah. Now I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no way near there, but I'm working on it. I'm closer today than I was yesterday. So 
I'll just keep it pushing, you know what I mean? But those are things I occupy my mind with. You know, it's like, let me get me. Let me get me together. I don't, I'm not worried about dating. Like, if somebody comes along, that's cool. But I'm not about to be searching. I'm not about to do any of those things because I really have so much that I need to do for myself that I ain't gonna do nothing but continue to attract fucked up shit until, <laughs> right, until I'm vibrating differently. So, but yeah, to start, I would say, you know, doing, you know, that's the first thing my spirit just told me. He was like, you know, set your table, you know, put you out the water, the glass, and deal with talking to ancestors. Sit there. You don't have to say anything sometimes. Sometimes you just so, sit there. Like, okay, so one of my experiences is, you know, so I lost my grandmother, right? And really close to my grandma, and I really miss her. So, like, my grandmother, she was very, like, Christian, you know. It doesn't matter. God, Jesus, you know, all that. And if my grandmother even, like, knew, like, my, even when she was alive, for me to even speak about something other than the whole Bible base, it was like blasphemy. It was like it was like all that. So I already like wholeheartedly, to be honest, I know that this isn't something that she would be cool with. You but know, you have to have but that this is but but this is what my heart mm -hmm. desires. This is where my heart finds comfort. This is where my heart really truly feels like it belongs. Mm -hmm. This is where I really am really understand it and this is where I choose to be. Mm -hmm. So now that like my grandmother has passed away, I want to call on her. You know, like I want, like I, if, if, if on one side I'm like, hey grandma, now you really see what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, but, and that's kind of how I want it to be. But in a way I'm like, that is how it is. Should, what you should, but, but I kind of, on another side, I kind of feel like this isn't what she would approve of. Yeah, no. But I also feel like she gets to see. Like right. I feel like she's even watching this she's conversation. She's in a room. She's higher than that. And that's why it doesn't matter. And the thing about it is what you do is you understand that she's higher than that. And she's crossed over to the room where she, she can now have a different understanding. What you do on this side in the physical realm Honor her in the way that she did live here. So when you do your bobita, when you do your um your altar for your grandmother, put her picture up, put a Bible there. Put the things that she referenced exactly. when she was living. If it was Jesus, put a, a cross. You know what I'm saying? Put that glass of water, a Bible, a cross, and maybe a favorite yeah. something for her to snack on. You know, whatever her favorite things are when she was having this human experience. That's how. That's the energy you send up to connect, and that's what will feed through her. And so I remember like, a conversation mm -hmm. we were having too, when we were talking about she appeared in the smoke of your cigarette, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is very possible. Smoke is a gateway for them to I'm communicate really with us. So there is no limit to what you can do in the spiritual realm to communicate with them because they are of a higher level. They can understand and see what we're going. And they're going to come down and they're going to communicate with you in a manner 
that's on your level, right? right. That's gonna understand. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, I so want her to connect to me. Like, Absolutely. I want that comfort. But you gotta get. That you gotta stop worrying is, about that. Like, stop. everything I believe mm-hmm. is true in her connecting with me. Yeah. You just have to stop worrying when about you see her in those what, how she going to feel about what you're doing. Say hi, Grandma. I'll share it. Thank you. I see you. Reverence her like we was talking about in that smoke. Say thank you. Say, ah, Grandma. You know, so that was my grandma. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I, I saw you. I reverence you. I, I acknowledge you. You know what I'm saying? I share. Mm-hmm. I share however you want to pronounce it. Right. Um, so those are the things. They're going to communicate with you in ways that are feasible. And what you do is please them on this side because we're still living this experience. Please them in what you need them to be in the human realm. That's all. Because even with like anybody that we have may have known, how we honor our ancestors is give them the things that they like. Make their favorite meal. If they like to smoke, give them a cigarette. If they like to drink. If they like to drink, hold the glass. <laughs> that shit. I, the whole time making it. <laughs> like, I, somebody like to eat. My dad and my sister, mm-hmm. they freaking love that shit. Cornbread and buttermilk and sugar on top. Okay. Like a cereal. And I, my sister, I wanted it so bad because it looks good. Like, it looks like something. Like, take your shit on top of it. You know? And she's like, yo, you don't want this. And I'm like, yes, I do. Like, it will taste something, you know? Girl, she gave me the smallest sample of that. And I literally threw it And I'm sorry. She's like, what's going on? My stomach is weak sometimes. But seriously, so ever since then, like, so when I was making it, I was, I, just reverted back to that moment. I, I have taste in my mouth. But I'm like, <laughs> my next, grandma, time for your family. next time I make some sweet potato pie. My grandma eats that shit too, and I just can't. I'm like, this is stupid. Girl, it's some southern shit. Some cornbread, <laughs> some like some cornbread, and you just put it on the And like it's cereal. And you like it's cereal. It's nasty. So that was probably the hardest thing I had to make. Her presence known just in different ways, and it's not as often, but yeah, 
I guess it's like also being aware and knowing that person and just being conscious. Yeah, of, like, so you gotta pay attention. Yeah. You gotta yeah, pay attention, attention to it. Like, like there's, so there's signs all around us. That's, yes. that's what our life that's is. True. It's a bunch of fucking signs that keep going, you know? But the majority of us don't recognize it. Yeah. We don't pick up on it. And that's that ignorance. But once you start on the journey, what will happen is if you ignore it, It'll circle back around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you yeah, ignore it again, true. it'll circle back around. It always comes That back. goes back to what we were saying about relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you continue to ignore things, you're going to continue to get the same type of person. Especially if, you know what I'm saying, sometimes they'll put situations... What was a meme I saw somewhere? But um, what did it say? It says, sometimes God will give you what you want, but then will send a distraction. Oh, to yeah. see if you still own If you still stupid. <laughs> so, so, and you know, it goes to, it, it feeds to the same idea of that. It's just kind of like, <coughs> you know. And again, it's about your own path. But you have to do your due diligence in figuring out what it is. Like I said before. You want the microwave? Or is it still warm? Okay. Um, Get that cord that's in between the stove and the sink. It's a green cord. Uh, I'm just gonna put it. Oh shit. <laughs> Here, hold up. Forget that. Um, <laughs> but um. Oh yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. What? She said a fish. She's gonna take a fifteen. Oh no no no. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> For me to roll. She got something for me to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I'm probably going to be, um, I don't know. Don't worry, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, what time is it? It's 10.16. Well, we didn't get to our movie tonight. <laughs> what was the movie? Oh, she was saying we can do it next time anyway. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, Coco. Have you seen Coco? No. Coco is the greatest. I love it. I've seen this shit. Oh, it is? I mean, I know. Where is it? Movie, but I've never seen it. Oh, I've seen it like three times. But it's one of the ones that you always talk all the time. We see you crying and shit. You're about to end up calling people names. You talk to them one by one. It's a very slow process. Yeah. Because it's going to cause an issue. Right. What I I was doing things like giving them candles as gifts. (laughs) Like, you know. Very subtle. Yeah, you know, like I would give my mom. Don't you like me? I told my mom I sacrificed a goat. You you light it. And like I gave her a red and white one. What do you think about Danny? <laughs> I gave her a white one, I gave her a blue one. I told her the blue one. I you know, I loaded it and everything, but I'm like, you know, you like this to, you know, help you heal. Help you feel better. When you're feeling a certain kind of way, you like this blue candle. You know, like this one, put Sean's picture up or put daddy's picture, whatever, you know what I mean? 
Um, so it's just kind of like I deal with them one on one. I deal with, deal with them on totally different levels. How I deal with my mom is not how I deal with, you know, my nieces. Mm-hmm. My nieces, I'm like, you make that food, you da da da. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom, I'm still because she's so conditioned yeah. into it. Yeah. And you can't, and it's not. The truth is, this is not about trying to convert everybody else. Right. right. It's only about spreading knowledge to those Awareness. who want it. If right. you want it, then I'm willing to share with you what I know. I don't know everything. I'm still a long way to go on my journey. But I'm willing to share with you the little trinkets that I do know. But right. it's even like the article that somebody put out where like talking to your loved ones that have passed can be comforting. Yes, like, of course. Your mental health. Just tell them what you feel, and that's all you can do. Don't hold no group meeting. Don't try to convince mm-hmm. nobody. If someone asks your opinion, or if it comes up in topic, just let them know what it is that you are doing. What it is that you. But do not try to stress it to the point where you're trying to make them a part of it. Right. Don't push it on nobody. The number I, one thing that happens, I'm sorry, Miss The number one thing that happens when you first start getting enlightened on this path, and it, I've seen it just ring true for a lot of people. It rang true for myself, and it rang true for just people that I see, mm-hmm. you know, starting on their journey. Is you want to tell the world? Mm-hmm. You want to be like, look. <laughs> Everybody tell you what I know. You like, want to get on a big old bullhorn speaker that the whole wide world can hear. Like right. everybody listening. And the truth is, it's <laughs> not something. It's not that it's not something for everybody because it's accessible to everybody. But, but everybody not is it. not built for it. Right. Everybody's not built with that same type of understanding, especially considering the type of conditioning that we have been through as a culture. So when it comes to those kind of things, it's very sensitive. You'll ultimately only end up frustrating yourself. Mm-hmm. Because number one, you don't ever want to have a debate with somebody about something until you are adequately educated in it right. to be able to have proper rebuttals to right, right. shut down their argument that they think that they're making. Yeah. Yeah. You know so what I mean? do little subtle things to bring it around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let them know that this is what you're comfortable with. My Start situation, like my family <laughs> members, they kind of <laughs> see my little post or they kind of hear my little talk. They see how I you know, do my little mm-hmm. shit. I have my candles in, and they kind of like, mm, this bitch is a little weird. But That's nobody kind of, nobody questions me about it, right? Mm-hmm. I told my mom that I sacrificed a goat. That was a little extreme. But um, it was just to fuck with her, because you know I like fucking with her. Um, Girl. And then I'm sitting there like, God damn it. Now yeah, because my mom she, she now. She's not with her, so now we both have Yeah, both. now we both have So now I'm about to be a devil worshiper through my family. Right. That's going to be the next big thing. So right. That's going to be funny to deal with. But... In, uh, in the household that I live in. My baby yeah. praying to Satan now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's about to be the family rumor, girl. It's going to be so funny. Okay. So, but my the family that I live with, one of my one of my other friends, um, her husband, okay? When I moved in and he, I, it's not my own space, so I'm kind of limited as to what I can do. But she kind of understands, and then the kids, I'll be having them on a the wave and shit. So I put my candles out. <laughs> I put my little, I'll make some food for some offering on the countertop and shit. And they like, this bitch. And he be it. sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> so he told her, she's telling me all the things that he's saying behind the back. And uh, she's like, he was like, you could tell she, she, that she could stop with the spells. Because they were having a little bit of issues. So he was, <laughs> you could tell she, she, she could stop with the spells. Okay. Because I love you. 
I love you. <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, I ain't doing shit to you. I don't care about you. You know what about me. I don't give a fuck about you. But what happened was I had did an altar for my grandfather one day because my grandfather comes up to me. My grandfather comes to me in dreams. And I needed to do um, an offering for him one day. So I did it. I cooked him a meal. I made the, I set the counter up and everything. And I think that this was being done for him to show him because what in that moment, not in that moment, but within that day, his aunt died. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while I had my grandfather's altar up and his auntie had just passed away, he was really close to his family or whatever, his auntie. And he's looking at the shit that I'm doing. He's like, this bitch is weird. So his family was starting to gather, and we came out here to his, because uh, that's in Marino Valley. So we came out here to his, his cousin's house where they were having the memorial for his auntie, right? We walk in. They're Belizeans, okay? We walk in. What the fuck is set up but a big-ass altar with her picture on it, candles and water and food and flowers. Mm. There's garlic in the doorway and shit like that. The nigga walked in and said, damn, she, she, this, that shit you be doing. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah. So why you thinking I'm witchcraft and this is your family. This is your, this is your spirituality. This is your religion. You know what I'm saying? This is what you guys do. So things like that is just implementing little things here and there. And one day they will come across something that be like, oh shit. It, it was just this, or it is just that, or I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So don't force it on me. That was a good example. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. And, and, and oh, that's not the end of it. So he saw that, he, you know, referenced it like, oh shit, this is what you, I'm like, yeah. We went home, he gave um, libations to his auntie. On my grandfather's altar, mm-hmm. he poured some drink. I said, put something up there for your auntie to, you know, let her know that you're thinking about her in these moments because right. we was drinking. He was distraught. So we were drinking, uh-huh. we were smoking like a motherfucker, and we was just in the garage, like, throwing them back. So I'm like, dude, put something up there for your auntie. Because she was an alcoholic. She liked to drink. Mm-hmm. We got some vodka. <laughs> she liked drink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you just let her know. Like, I ain't got no gin right now, but okay. he poured something up there for his auntie. And, you know, he started time. to understand and be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. And, I, you know, so he recognized it in that moment, yeah. which ended the judgment. So right. that was the whole point of that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like so Dang, I should have still been recording this. Yeah. Oh, I am. How about this podcast? Like, so still you got the fruit and everything and the money. And the, you know, all this stuff like in the nail shop. They always got like these yeah. altars. And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <'cause> I'm <laughs> see, so there are two I'm men. Like, you know, and they pay their respect to their and see the altars. I'm just like, you know, it's so fucked up that we're the only ones that's mad. And I was like, I stripped they, they are acknowledging that they're calling Because they got taken. Yes. Super damn. And I started the last one. We try to share. It's like, we're the weirdos. We're doing witchcraft. We're doing this. We're doing that. How do you want to tell me I'm doing witchcraft when you follow a fucking book? That has a burning bush. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Getting people raised from the dead. You know what I'm saying? We got miracles and healings and shit. But you're talking about I am doing witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Stop it. You're not making sense. Yeah. And what I found is that it just really sets the tone for me for my year. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
2018, everything wasn't perfect, but I cannot sit back and say in hindsight that there was not improvements. You know what I'm saying? That I achieved and received everything that I wanted in that, you know, year? No. But did I make big ass improvements on just even myself, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Just so many other things. Just by setting that kind of pace for the year, New Year for me. Like, and I said moving forward, even if I am partying on New Year's, I'm all, I'm moving forward, I'm all. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you were able to take some information from this podcast. And until we meet next time, we'll be back with another episode of Mad Diva Moments.